Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So... It's another loss in Vegas mm -hmm. and another loss in extra time. Mm -hmm. uh, you, consistent, the Flames. Mm -hmm. they, they, they consistent, it's, up, it's ups and downs, and uh, I don't know why we would expect anything less. Welcome to Afterburner. There's Rob Kerr. Look at him. He's ready Hi, everybody. to roll. Yeah. And, um, and I am, I'm always here, so that's You're, not you're always there. Anybody. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I'm always here. Mm -hmm. uh, so... It really felt like this was one of those games, and maybe it was because I got drunk on last night's game where the Flames, the, the goals came, and they just start to finish, looked really good. Mm -hmm. Certainly after 20, definitely after mm -hmm. 40, 3-1 mm -hmm. lead going into the third period. I just felt like tonight they were going to find a way to do it. I don't know why. Yeah. It just felt like this was a game where they were going to be able to bring it in, bring it in and take it home, but uh, they couldn't. What are your what did you see in that well, third? You know what? Uh, th this game last year, if you played this game last year with the success that the the uh, the Flames were having uh, overall, the, you know, leading the Pacific Division, I think you shrug your shoulders and you go, well, you know, Vegas is fighting for a playoff spot. They're at home. They pushed hard in the third, got a break, uh, that sort of thing. But unfortunately, you are guilty of the sins of your losses previous and you are held to the uh, to the victories that you, that you have. And, and they just, they blew it. And, um, you know, I'm not pointing fingers. It, it was a soft second goal. Uh, it's a goal you'd want back. I, I don't yeah. think the guy at the other end was necessarily great tonight either. Um, but they are missing that. We need to push element. We, we need something. We need somebody to go and get the momentum back. Uh, halfway through that third period, shots were two, one Vegas, right? Didn't feel like it, but they were. They end yeah. up, I think, 9-1 Vegas. So you get, you, you know, one shot on the road in the third period, you give up two goals. Yeah, there's there's nothing to, you know, there's no moral victories. Jim Playfair once told me uh, when he was with the Flames that if you come back and lose an overtime or a shootout, then you earned a point. But if you were leading, you're caught, and then you lose an overtime, then you lost a point. They lost a point tonight uh, against a team that they need to get points against. Um, Minnesota, I, I'm not sure Minnesota won tonight, I believe. Um, and last I checked Nashville was up. So, yeah. you know, both of those are, are teams on either side of you in the, in the race. Time's running Minnesota, out. Minnesota, you know, yeah. Minnesota wins Nashville leads as we record this. Uh, that's the story sure. and Nashville's in San Jose and teams tend to like playing in San Jose. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So again, uh, there's, there's no moral victory here. Um, you know, the, the moral victory, I suppose, comes in the fact that really like the first 40 minutes of this game, I did. Uh, and I'm like you. At one point, I thought they were going to shut them out. Um, you know, and then Jack Eichel solved that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Sorry. I, I wonder. I, I excited dog next to me that I was going to say. Hasn't been on television in a while or hasn't been on video <laughs> in a while. I wanted to know why, you know, she wasn't part of it. Yeah. Here, girl. Here, girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, if but if I'd have told you coming in after you win last night to the tune that you did in Arizona, you were going to get a point in Vegas. You just meet me in nah, Colorado. That, right? I, I I hate that game. No, because yeah. it's this one's this one's this one tastes like you ate an onion thinking it was an apple, right? Like you yeah. know you take a big bite out of it, and all of a sudden you know oof that's not right. Um, and you've got a restless fan base. You've got a restless team. You've got a restless 
front office, you've got a, a week to go, eight days to go before you know you can make any significant changes. Um, you know, I think Frank Frank Cervelli uh, from uh, DFO was on your show earlier this week and, and talked about the Flames. You know, kind of being a little unsure. The information I have leads me to believe they're going to they want to be active and add. Um, and and I'll just give you you know the anecdotal evidence is you don't you don't hire Daryl Sutter for a rebuild. So I I don't see a scenario in which this organization is going to sell off assets. I, you know, they may not acquire big assets, but they're not selling off assets. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this, this one's a little stinky. It is stinky. It, it it's another game. Cause I kind of went over the last little bit cause the, the Detroit games were no good, but since oh. that last, since the, the last loss in uh, against Detroit, they win against the Rangers now had the lead, gave it up, won it in overtime, but led 13-7 shots in the first period, had a really good start, led two to nothing, came mm-hmm. out flying against Philly, really unfortunate mm-hmm. to be down one nothing in that game. We know what happened mm-hmm. in Arizona last night and shots were sure. 18 to 8 in Vegas. Yeah. Are we seeing the process? Don't just don't don't waver from it. Don't get frustrated. Don't start cheating and taking taking chances. Stick with it because we are starting to see some consistency that hasn't been around for a little bit. Are you seeing some of that start to come out? Well, have you? I mean, it seems to me the mo all season long has been to outshoot, you know, and and certainly get pucks to the net, funnel pucks to the net. I think the argument all year has been whether or not they've been dangerous. Um, yeah. you know, I always use that analogy of chopping wood. It just, you know, they're chopping, they, they're going to score once they, you know, finish the the hole through the crest of the visit of the goalie. Right. Like it, it, to me, they're structurally fine. Does this make any sense? They're motivated. They're not inspired. They are motivated, but not inspired. They are motivated to play their system. They play their system. Uh, I, you know, and this is a really poor analogy, but I'm old and I'm going to bring it up anyway. The game tying goal, who does it go off of? Goes off of Huberdo. And what's Huberdo trying to do? Block the shot. Is Huberdo a shot blocker? Is he? No, but he's trying to play the system. You will remember the famous uh, Matthew Lombardi game in Atlanta where he flamingoed and the puck came from the point, tied the game. And I can't remember, I believe the, it might have been the game winner for Atlanta. And Keenan killed him in the postgame. Like, he's got to block that shot. We can't be doing You can't flamingo and stuff like that. Uh, Christian Husalius, Jim Playfair, we need him to play tougher. What does he do? He goes and takes a four-minute a high-sticking call in the next game against Vancouver, trying to play tougher. Um, you have motivated players. You do not have inspired. Well, I thought there was one player who was inspired tonight. But um, you need somebody. And Matthew Kachuk was that guy. Uh, last year, anyway, you need that guy in the third period when this is three two and tilting the other way. You got to go and and mess in their end and get somebody chasing you and doing something. They just they don't have that ability to turn things right now. You, you, you kind of so you know I I do and we've kind of. It's You've a, been it's down this road all year, so I, I'm probably it, saying the same thing you have. No, you know what? No, it's it is different words, but it but we're searching for words. We're searching for ways to describe it. And Red has uh, mm-hmm. on the other show. Red has talked about they're just not having fun. You can just see there's not they they're missing that something. Yeah. I've kind of characterized it as they're a group of players. There's a collection of guys, and they go out and they take their shift, and then the period's over. They go to the locker room. They don't. It, it just doesn't seem like it's really gelled. Even even the backland line, which has been so consistent and so good, even they were kind of off a little yeah, bit, I, I thought, tonight. I, I kind of, well, you know, backland got them up 3-1, right? Doing mm-hmm. what he's done. Fourth game in a row in which he got a goal. Um, you know, I, I do feel like because I'm, you know, new on the scene here that I'm, I'm still fighting a lot of the battles and the arguments that you guys have had all season long. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's ludicrous this team doesn't have a captain. Sorry, I, I, and I've, I've heard Daryl talk about it. I was there when he talked about it. I understand his logic. I understand what he's saying. I just don't buy it. And I think right now, I believe there's leadership on that team. I, that's that's not what this is about. I believe Tanev and Backlund and, and Huberto to some extent and Kadri all have a voice in this. Um, I think they just, they, they need, you know, Daryl's always been the captain of his teams. Talk to the San Jose Sharks. 
talk to Craig Conroy, talk to Robin Regeer and guys that have played with him. That's a fair observation is that Daryl tends to try to be the captain of the team. Um, and I think, you know, at this point, um, they've had a team meeting. We all heard about that. Um, Eric Francis on the broadcast tonight had a conversation with Brad Tree Living and, and on the Sportsnet broadcast, I should give proper attribution um, and mention that Dr. Brad Tree Living and they had, he had a meeting with the team, you know, again, I, I have been told that Daryl is, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, that Daryl has toned down the, the, the rhetoric since the Pelche com- controversy, but that was really aimed at us. It you know, wasn't aimed at the, the player. He just happened to take the shrapnel. Um, so I think they're trying, but they just look, I, I always go back to uh, Peter Marr once said to me, went to one of the luncheons where the team went to the luncheons and the fans could ask questions and the fans asked the question. And I think this was the 06 team, if I remember correctly, um, the one that lost Anaheim in seven games. And, uh, you know, one of the questions from the fans was, you know, who's the, who's the joker? Who's the, who's the guy in the dressing room that does the practical jokes? And nobody had an answer for it. And I remember Pete coming away from going, that's not a good, that that's not good. That's not good. And that team was um, kind of labeled as businesslike. Like everything, everything's a business trip. We're going on a business trip. This is a sport. It needs to be fun. I think Lucic tries to have fun. I think, um, you know, I, I think Anderson <laughs> tries to have fun. I think the goalies try to have fun. But right now, I think the goalies are probably, you know, a little bit screwed up and trying to find their own game. I think Huberto and his agent are trying to find his game. Um, you know, again, I, they look motivated, but they don't look inspired, if that makes any sense. So take away these 59 games. And I'm not saying I disagree. I always remember talking to we're going down memory lane, talking to Mike Rogers about it. Now, here's a yeah. guy who was a yeah. captain and yeah. he said, captains, it's an important thing. You wonder sometimes yeah. what what is it they do? They're, it's just an important role. It's an important yeah. presence in the locker room. It's just a thing that is there. And if it's not yeah. there it's absent so take away what we know now start mm-hmm. of the season if you were going to put the letter on someone who would it have been i would have put it on backland um i'm a big backland guy he's homegrown he's developed he's gone through a lot i think um he has a presence in which the young players would pay attention to um having said that i'm four and a half years removed from being in the dressing room every day I really like Chris Tanev. Had a chance to spend some time with Chris Tanev. Really like him. Um, you know, I think Nazem Kadri brings you certain things. I, I you know, what I heard from Daryl was he felt that a Canadian market, you know, just it's too difficult and everything. And I and and, and that's hogwash. This is the softest market in Canada. I and I sorry, it is. I've been part of and I'm part of it. I mean, I've been part of it. You know, no, the, the, who Francis is going to take a run at you? Cool. Vancouver's toxic at times. Toronto can be toxic. Montreal's Montreal. Uh, Edmonton's, you know, either they're cheerleading you or they're running you out of town. I think Ottawa's the same. Winnipeg, you know, I can't really. But I've always felt like, you know, if anything here, the, the media, we all try so hard to be even. You know, well, they tried real hard, but they didn't win. So I don't buy the... The, the excuse that, you know, it's hard to be a, a captain in a Canadian market. I think it's, you know, it's, it's the way Daryl likes to run his team. And dude's got two Stanley Cups. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I'm not sitting here saying I'm smarter than Daryl Sutter. I'm just saying, I, you know, I don't agree with it. You know, given you, you want to turn the team over to me, the first thing I'm doing is putting a C on somebody. The, the one area, and we've talked about it, and I, again, I go, I go to red on stuff like this because he mm-hmm. would have been one of those guys in the room, whether he had a letter on his chest or not, he was going right. to be a leader. Exactly. He had those, 100%. he just had those yeah. traits. Yeah. And when, when Daryl is being Daryl and things aren't going well, and he's really tightening the vice, someone has to stand up for the guys or just say, Hey, get out. We've got the room, do, do something. And when you don't have that captain, Mm-hmm. And we've talked, I'll, I'll ask you again, who, who mm-hmm. I, without no, being in the room, who is it? Because I'm with you with Tanev. I like the player. I don't know if mm-hmm. he's that guy. I don't know that Backland is that guy. Maybe Luch, but I don't know. I just don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
again, I, I think if you, you know, you polled the the electorate, I think that you'd get a million different versions of it. And I, I want to be really respectful of the fact that I don't know this team as well as I knew other teams. The only guy, and it's funny, the only guy I really do know is the guy that I would put the C on. Um, and, and, you know, there's no, I, I would interpret, I would interpret the fact that there's no captain is that Daryl doesn't see that person either. Because again, he's a lot of things, but I've talked to players that he get, they push and they push, he pushes and he pushes and he pushes. And then they push back and then Daryl goes, great. Exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's, you know, we talk about the different eras in hockey and we talk about old school and new school. Um, one of the challenges that Daryl has is that these players are not brought up the same way that his brothers were in Viking. Um, they were not brought up, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. We are in a completely different world now. And, you know, I remember having this conversation a decade ago. Um, Dave Cameron, when he got hired by the, you know, the Flames, one of the questions I asked him was, you know, um, not, uh, sorry, not uh, not Dave Cameron. Uh, who was the, who was one of the, the, the baby bull that was the assistant? Craig Hartsburg. No, who was the, not Craig Hartsburg. Who was the assistant coach with Lowry and Brent Sutter? Sorry, I'm getting old. Um, but he was a baby bull in the WHA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm just blank. It's okay. I see Sorry. Anyway, I no help but, I, but, but I remember talking to him and saying, what's the difference? He goes, when I was a kid, you know, the coach comes up to us and says, you see that wall over there? go through it. You got it. And you went through the wall. And Mm -hmm. now you say to the kid, see that wall over there, go through it. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is why, what, what, how will this benefit me? What does this do for me? And, and that's an oversimplified, simplification of it. But that that's part of it too, is that, you know, these, these players, these players, it's just not the same game anymore. It's just not the same game. And, you know, Daryl's excellent. There's, you know, Scotty Bowman has said it. There's nobody better at mid game adjustments and shuffling lines. Nobody does it quicker. Nobody does it better than Daryl Sutter and talk to Peter Marr. Peter Marr will tell you that he had that conversation with Scotty Bowman. That's a fact. Um, But right now I keep going back to the fact that this is a motivated team. Sure. But it's not an inspired team. I will say this. Um, and I think I have some duties later on. Um, I'm now a believer in Jacob Pelche. I thought this was a little bit of a coming out tonight for Jacob Pelche, for me anyway. Greg Millen said on the broadcast to him, he was the uh, the best flame in the ice. Let's do it. I saw Mandeep was in the chat. He's watching live. Mandeep with uh, BK Beaufort Liquor, located on the Trans-Canada Highway across from Windsport, beside McDonald's. Stop in, stock up, on your way to the mountains or I know exactly where that is. See, I, I, everybody knows where it is. Everyone knows. Absolutely. Or when you're coming back from the mountains or when you watched a game like this and you don't have answers. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It's been a lot of that with this friggin' show. We've got three wins in 14 games. I think. Yes. It's it's the show. It's, on, it's definitely uh, a show. Oh my God! Yeah, why? Why are the well, allowing this? If you this? if you listen to the people on Twitter at BK Liquor on Instagram at BK Beaufort Liquor. It's the cheers of the game. Yeah. The uh, you raise a glass, you give the salute. I'm guessing you're going Pelche. I am going Pelche. Yeah. Um, when the team needed a, a a little something in the third period, do you see that dangle? Yeah. I'm not sure if it was on the power play or not. That was I haven't you know. That was a little Johnny Goudreau-ish to me. Um, and I have been, you know, I, I, I've i been bullish, uh, not bullish. I've just, he's good. And and yeah. I'm glad he's playing on the first, like, to me, then they're not wasting him on the fourth line. They wasted him in the in the press box, and that's a whole different conversation. But, you know, they're not wasting him on the fourth line. He's playing where he needs to play. You've got to play guys in their roles. Um, I now look at him and go, oh, okay. This is this is a guy that's going to score some goals. This is a guy that's going to get some points. This is a guy that's going to be a part of this team if he continues to do that. That's exciting to me. That's exciting to me. What um, you know, what he did tonight, second half of a back to back against a, a, a legitimate opponent. No, I take nothing away from the Golden Knights. They're you know as good as maybe not as good as Edmonton, but they're good. Um, 
yeah, I was really, really impressed with the kid. There was one play that's, that kind of stood out to me, or at least I, I took note of it, and it was at the other end of the ice. It was in the second period. He was right on Eichel's hip, made yep. the play defensively. That's the stuff that that coach is going to love. Oh, the, no, no. That, exactly. And the kid's smart enough to know that, right? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of young kids that come up and go, well, you know, I, I put up points. That's what I do. So I'm going to go put up points. And that's it's hard because – Points are sexy. Points are what get you attention from the media. But what you talked about, being able to stay in the hip of somebody like Jack Eichel and make those plays, that's you're absolutely right. And, you know, for this coach, any coach, that's going to make you a better player. And he and to me, I, again, I'm not sure what I was thinking all year long, but tonight I kind of woke up. And, and maybe it's because I had to do this show, so I was paying different attention. But I yeah, just yeah. went, Oof. you know, that goal, like – and can, the feed talk about their power play like can we there's some functions on this team like you, you got that's the that's the way this team is successful in the power play bomb pucks in chase bomb pucks in and ch i mean in, you know bomb them in on the goalie not in the corners yeah but you had two guys in traffic batting away and you scored um i watched you know, I watch this team and it seems like they've still got the same drawings from last year but they're not the same players right you know, uh, there. You, if you're going to make those long seam passes, like that, it can't be. Got it. Where are you? There you are. Here it comes. And and it just, you know, it, it just seems like this team, they're not as skilled as they think they are. Sometimes. No. Did they adjust in the third period well enough? I, I again, they they like that little chip and they like that little um, backhand pass off the off the wall about five feet inside the blue line to get out this is where Rhett Warner hockey if you're giving up a goal you're playing Rhett Warner hockey it's gotta go high off the glass at somebody's head like yeah. don't screw around and I, I just don't know if they just you know <laughs> you, you remember boy now second time this week I've argued with myself remember that five minutes ago when I said Daryl's the best coach mm -hmm. in making you know in game I, I I wonder a little bit sometimes if the players you know start tightening gripping and you know choking i don't feeling like it's coming. yeah i don't think it's ever good to get one shot on goal in a, in a period and as you said Generally, shot nine thing. nine to yeah. one you hate they're trying to protect it they mm -hmm. believe maybe they can they can protect mm -hmm. it and at that mm -hmm. point they'd given up one goal and it was a pretty it was a shooter's shot it was a great goal mm -hmm. for eichel to mm -hmm. put it in where he did sure it's great when you do it not so good when you give up the two and then you're tied. You probably yeah. should have kept your foot on the gas a little bit. Um, I was going to go with Michael Backlund for my player of the game, my cheers of the game. A lot of people are dogging him here on the chat for uh, <laughs> for his uh, line change on on one of the Vegas goals there. But he is he he looks yeah. he just he's making confident plays, and it's not like it's just happened this year. But I'm happy for him. He looks like a guy who is a leader of this team on the ice. I don't think he's a vocal guy. I don't think he's going to go in and kick garbage cans and have guys be like, oh, man, Mike, Mike's mad. I don't know that that's going to be that sort of thing. His play has shown leadership qualities to me. No matter who you put out there with them, they their game elevates. And I, I like them today. Five-game point streak, as you mentioned, he's got goals in four yeah. straight. And it's not always been... Luckily for him, it's no longer or not always been about how many points you get for a long time. It was, and that's how guys Oof. like me, that's yeah. how we graded him. That's how yeah. we gave him a passing yeah. or failing grade. Yeah. But yeah. he, uh, the line was always, if you could ever get back then in a third line center spot, how good would he be? And I think we've seen it. He's been <laughs> tremendous all year. This is his 16th year in the organization. He was drafted yeah. in 2007. He was a late first round pick that was injured that year so he fell and if you go back and you look at the scouting whatever central scouting the red line report whatever hockey news or whatever projected to be a good number two center that is responsible in both ends of the ice and i, I think as far as flames draft picks you know he might be the best of daryl's is that fair is Dion a better pick than Michael Backlund? Dion was so. Is TJ so Brody dynamic. because he's a fourth round pick a better pick? 
Yeah, um, I don't know. But but you can make a, I think you can make a legitimate case that you know what was a really skep, uh, you know scattered record. He was the his best pick. Is he a guy that you raise his number to the rafters? Is he a forever? I hate forever flame. I, I just want to go back to retiring numbers. Um, but is he a guy that gets his number retired? I don't. It doesn't feel I like it, does it? I don't think so. Right. No. He's in that. He's never, he's never been an all star. You know, he never won. Close, close to being a yeah, close to being a Selkie nominee, that sort of thing. I don't I don't know outside of Calgary that he's appreciated for all that he all that he does. I think you gotta really watch the game and appreciate what it is that he does. So I I I don't think I'd go that far. But it's yeah. it's we talk because his he's got a he's one of a number of guys who are gonna have contracts coming up in the next couple of years. I just can't mm-hmm. imagine that he leaves. I don't know how he leaves. He just feels like he's got to be a flame for life. The only way you leave at this point is you're kind of, if you're tired of the act, you know, if you're tired of the coach or, yeah. or whatever, um, you know, I, I building, uh, this is a hard place to recruit to right now. You know, you, you overpaid for Coleman and, you know, you, you know, Canada is a tough place to get players to come to and all of those sort of things. Um, you know, the, yes, I, I you, he's one that I hope retires. You know, it'd be great if you draft him and he retires. Fantastic. But I don't know. Does, you know, do you want to test the waters? I I always think of Daniel Alfredson and Mike Medano in this situation. You know, why? Why'd you go? Or Matt Sundin even. Why'd you go? Why'd you go? And I think, um, I think, you know, Sometimes you just want to see what it's like. You just want to see what the walk to the dressing room is like. You just want to see what the trainer's like. You just want to see what the restaurants are like or whatever. Um, I mean, look at me. I, you know, I had a great thing and I wanted to try something else. So I went and tried something else. And here I am back. Right. I remember like, talking with, with Treliving yeah. about, and he said, it, it's not, it, it's not a hundred percent and it's not written in stone anywhere, but a lot of times you'll find some of the Swedish players, mm-hmm. they just find that spot and they stay a guy like Nicholas Lidstrom stayed sure. his whole career in Detroit. Yeah. And then you mentioned Matt Sundin, how weird that was for him. He, he was mm-hmm. obviously traded, but for him to elect to go somewhere else. So I don't know. It, it all falls into the, the same category. The, the, if you don't, if problem. you don't get a good offer, then you're going yeah. to leave. And I don't know where the flame's going to be when that deal comes up. But I, I can't I, imagine. It's not the people watching this stream or listening to this podcast or that listen to our programs that I'm talking about, but it's other people. We're hard on these guys now too, right? Like, what have you done for me lately? My God, you know, we signed him again. Like he's 32, give a kid an opportunity and stuff like that. And, you know, nobody is ever truly loved from start to finish. And I, you know, you know that cause you covered it over time with me, you know, the, they were starting to trade Jerome McGinley in 2006. Right. Well, maybe this yeah. is the time to get rid of him. I said to you, uh, uh, was it on the air or off here? I can't remember. But like, is this not proof that Mika Kippersoff should at least have some sort of Hall of Fame conversation? I mean, yeah. you just for seven years straight, you just didn't worry about that. Right. <laughs> you you didn't just didn't think about it. Yeah. He never you never give it a second hurt. thought. He, yeah. if he let in a bad goal, yeah. Right. He had yeah. the amazing bounce back after four goals against and all that stuff. And, you know, I remember when it all ended in Detroit and he didn't play that game. And I think it was, uh, I think it was Leland Irving that got the starter or whatever, whoever started. Um, it was like, holy crap. You think about what's just happened. Like he got hurt the first year he was here. And then he got hurt around all-star games for some reason. And, but always seemed to be okay afterwards. I don't know mm-hmm. how that worked. Um, but man, never knew how good you had it, right? And he it was 2013, that lockout. He came back, he played a little bit. You look at you look at the number of goalies that have come through this organization. Danny Taylor, anybody. Um, you know, it's quite a poll. That's quite right? a poll. Yeah. Danny Taylor? You still got it. Look Four one win against Vancouver is only NHL victory. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Danny Taylor. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. We, it's, it's not that you didn't even, you totally appreciated him because he came in and he changed everything so quickly for the team. And you just watched in awe and you knew when he was gone that you were going to miss him dearly and God do you. But yeah, 
it was such a run and you'd watch other teams. Well, who's your number one? Well, can they, who are they going to get in free agency? Figure it out. We don't care. You got, you got 34. There was a stretch of period of time there before they got, you know, fairly good. Was it the Minnesota wild? And you'll remember this. Him and Aginla abused the wild. Like just abused them. Like their records, their goals, his goals against everything against the wild. He just abused them. Yeah. Um, you know, when for Kiprasov, it, it was personal because Backstrom was in the other net. Yeah, that's right. So Absolutely. he always wanted to beat him. 100%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, and, you know, the goaltending's not good right now. Um, you know, at some point, you know, is Wolf going to get an opportunity? And I never, I didn't think I was going to say that. I saw something this year about, or somebody wrote something about, well, when does Wolf get his chance? And I'm like, what do you mean, when does Wolf get his chance? He's in his third year in the American Hockey League. Look at how many years Markstrom played the American Hockey League. Like, you know, don't worry about him. He's okay. But I'm beginning to wonder if, you know, if, if, and I don't know what you do, like, you almost need somebody to get hurt, I guess, and that you don't wish that upon anybody. But no, you know, somebody grab the brass ring. You know, somebody grab the brass ring. And Vladar's fine. And I think Markstrom's the one that I put my effort into. And you have a whole goaltending department, so my assumption is that's what they're doing is is trying to get him right. Um, but until you get that right, you and I both know that why are you you know why are you doing what you're doing tonight? Because you don't trust them right? You don't trust. So you played the position. What did I you own think the equipment? Of, well, still, but you've, you kind of have some, some of the idiosyncrasies and the tendencies that you'd be able to oh, kind of appreciate. Yes. I've got all the idiosyncrasies for sure. Yeah. What did you make of Vladar tonight? And you've already said he's okay. I'm probably, I'm, I'm more bullish. I've, I've got some Vladar stock in, in, in this thing. I'm buying Vladar okay. stock. I think he's okay. Yeah. I'm need higher make, on him than he, that, but yeah, but you know what? And and I have to be careful how I say this. I didn't like the white cloud goal, but then three minutes later, he made a, a pad save that was awesome, yeah. right? And here's the stat, and I think I am ripping this completely off of Pinder when I was just kind of working in my desk and listening to you guys get ready for a show. What nine shutouts as a team last year, or, or something like that? Well, None. Markstrom alone. Yeah. Markstrom right. alone had nine. So. Right. And didn't Vladar have a pair or something like that? As yeah, I, yeah, I, I think as the but, season. But the went team along. has none. The team has none. none. And and for a Daryl Sutter team that wants to win games two, one, and three, two, you should have a handful of shutouts in the season. And they don't have any. And um I don't know. I mean, are they you know, are they are they clockwork oranging them where if they give up goals, they stick, you know, things in their eyes and make them watch the video for hours on end and, you know, abuse them that way or whatever. They're not, but um, they're just it's 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 not confident goaltending and that just spreads on the team. You talk Doesn't about it? things that that you're kind of repeating and doing over again. I've said it so many times out of all with so many changes with Gaudreau and Kachuk and in comes Huberto mm-hmm. and everything, all that so yeah. much in in flux. The last thing I thought would be one of your main worries would be in net. Mm-hmm. Vladar was fine. Markstrom mm-hmm. was great. That was the oh. one thing that was going to carry you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The victories you didn't deserve. It's but been Vladar's the opposite. Ten days, Vladar's 10 days from having not lost in a team record yeah. or team time 13. 12 games, right? You yeah. know, yeah. Um, I, I I just look at the game tonight and go, you know, and, and that's the one thing is, you know, you were so hard on these goalies. I don't like the white cloud. Goal. I wouldn't have stopped it, um, you know, and years ago, nobody would have stopped it. Um, I'm micromanaging it, but I do know this. Nobody's spinning on their head, spitting wood and nickel, stealing you games right now. When's the last time a Flames goalie stole you a game? Well, that's, yeah. You, you'd have to really scrape. Now, you'd have to you really scrape. You could go the other way, and you can point to probably this past Monday where a goalie stole it from the Flames. <laughs> right? Oh, they've had a few, man. We, we've run out those names of... Mad Sogard and Jackson Stauber and the goalies that have beaten the Flames in the last two to two weeks. And it's not, it's not ideal. And that's why you, you sit here in front of a trade deadline and you think, well, what about do you need some depth on D? And all of a sudden with Pelche emerging, does that maybe back off the, the, the need to add a win? If the goaltending doesn't improve, it doesn't fucking matter. Like somebody's got to start making some saves or everything else is just window dressing. We're just wasting our time. And I don't know. We're yeah, da- we're it, damn near it, 60 it, games in. Does it take except that? Except that every morning, and I like all of those guys, and I'm not trying to be, you know, sarcastic, but the way this game, all sports are, and all anybody, you have to have somewhat of a delusional brain when you are a coach or general manager, you just do, you wake up, you cannot listen to this crap. You can't read crap. You, you just have to come up and find a way to get up every morning. And right now they're saying St. Louis, St. Louis, St. Louis, yeah. dead last in January, won a Stanley cup, St. Louis, St. Louis, right? That's, that's what gets you up in the morning. And that's what gives you hope. And right now it's all hope. Um, they need a hero. And Pelche is trying. I think there's backwards trying. I don't know. There's nobody on that team right now that isn't trying. But you know what they're doing? They're thinking. And thinking just hurts the ball club. They are thinking. They're not playing. What am I supposed to do here? What's my role? Well, who's my guy? What am I doing? Where am I going? Ten foot pass. Think, 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 think. Don't screw up because I'll hear about it. And when you think, you you just, this is an art. This game is an art. You need to be an artist. You need to be inspired. You need to go out. You need to perform your art. And, and these are not artists right now. They're painting a the barn. They are painting the barn. Um, Warner used the word the other day. And I don't know if it's the St. Louis thing, right? And, and that's a hell of a needle in a haystack to cling to. If that's going to be your, that's, yeah, that's, we're going to, we're going to emulate you, do that. Do you agree with that? Because you remember when Minnesota made some hellacious run and made the playoffs, right? And, and, you know, and they came from way back or, or maybe I think it was Minnesota anyway. And then for the next four or five years, well, last year, Minnesota, you know, you know what I mean? We, we love mm-hmm. what ju- we have a recency bias. And, and I think, you know, again, if you're tri- living, if you're whoever, and you're trying to raise these guys' spirits, you're telling them the story of St. Louis. 31st in the league in, in January, won a Stanley Cup. And, and I, I, I talked about this on, on my show yesterday. I'm not saying that to be Mr. Positive. I'm not saying that to be Mr. Half Full. I'm telling you, you cannot go into this locker room tomorrow and go, you guys suck right? You're so soft in the third period. Mix in a save. You can't, you, know, you can't do that. That's not how it works. You have to build them up. 
And hopefully Daryl's allowing the assistant coaches to build them up because it's not how Daryl's wired either. Right. You know, Daryl's not going to pat you on the back. He's going to kick you in the ass. Hmm. And right now this team is thinking is all those sort of things. Just to double back. We got, we got, we got going there. Our cheers of the game. Oh, right. Yeah. Jacob Pelche, Michael Backlund. There you have it. Cheers of the game. Just two? We don't need a third. No, we have to bring two. anybody in One. from Vegas. Were you impressed no. by anybody on Vegas? No, no, I really wasn't. Although it was great on our show. This is, you talk about jinx or whatever. Uh, the one guy that we talked about on the show today was, uh, was Eichel. Rhett was saying that he, he used to be a superstar and now he stinks. <laughs> I dig him. So, so that's pretty good. I would that's pretty him. good. Yeah. Jacob Pelche, Michael Backlund. Those are our cheers of the game brought to you by BK Beaufort Liquor located on the Trans Canada Highway right across from Windsport beside McDonald's. Stop in. Say hi to Mandeep and his family. Sweet people. Sweet folks. Absolutely. On Twitter, at BK Liquor. On Instagram, at BK Beaufort Liquor. I know that Mandeep has been uh, giving away some prize packs and stuff. Maybe he wanted to do one this week. Sorry, Mandeep, if, if we forgot about it. Maybe next week. Next week we'll get after it. But thanks to uh, BK Beaufort Liquor for being a part of uh, of the program. Um, I'll, I'll go right to buy it or sell it. It's presented by Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group with CIR Realty. If you're buying, if you're selling, whatever the case mm -hmm. is, let Derek do the work for you. Email dnewman at cirrealty.ca or call 403-619-6661. The question I had down, mm -hmm. we wondered would Vladar go today because he had such little work last night in that win against the, the Coyotes. Did you see enough from him? Who goes in Colorado is on Saturday. I am going to say mm -hmm. I'm going back to Vladar. I didn't like the one goal either, but you got mm -hmm. a point out of Vegas. That's it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. You blew a mm -hmm. lead, but I, I thought he made enough saves to keep them in there. And quite frankly, they had enough chances in the first that if, again, if they had a few more guys that could finish that they probably could win that game. Mm -hmm. I'm saying get this guy on a roll. I'm still seeing enough. I would go Vladar again Saturday in, uh, in Colorado. Are you buying or are you selling? Um, what, what's better for the program? Um, it is really, it's, it's because it's I don't mind taking the, I don't mind backing Backstrom in this case. Um, not, not so much because, or Mark. Yeah. If you hadn't said, said that, earlier, I mentioned, I, former, I, I catch myself flame. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, sorry. Markstrom. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind going back to Markstrom. Uh, I still believe in Markstrom. I still think Markstrom's a good goalie. I still think he can figure it out. I, I don't think it's um, rich, rich and keel as a pitcher. I don't think he's lost it. Um, and I'm not defending the performance. I just, you know um, you know, I would point to, and then not the exact same, but you know, it's not uncommon. Like Connor Hellebuck was not the same goalie a couple of years ago after the Vesna, but he's back to it. Right. Yeah, he's like, back. You know, and, and, you know, sometimes, it, you know, it's just Sterkin, the same goal. Now, and it, those are really bad examples because I'm uh, they're also not at rock bottom like Markstrom is right now, which I think he is. He's, you know, he's at, he's at rock bottom. Um, but I would hope he's going to want to fight his way out of it. I, I, um, I liked him against uh, I liked him against the uh, 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 the Rangers. Mm -hmm. I thought he was great against the Rangers. Um, I thought he fought really hard. I thought he, you know, the, his game is there. Um, so I guess I'm selling on Vladar and buying Markstrom in this case. Sure. Uh, courtesy I of, think, of Newman Dean's real estate group. Like, I think you're probably right. I think it's probably going to be Markstrom. I would have played but, Markstrom tonight. I, I didn't buy any of the short flight and not a lot of work and everything like that. I, I think you're right, Dean. I think you're going to see Vladar against Colorado. I think Daryl's made up his mind. And, you know, mm -hmm. Daryl's a ride goalie, you know, or, uh, you know, a ride yeah, yeah. coach when it comes to goalies. I, I, I do. I, I think, you know, because he played tonight, it, you didn't have to play him tonight. You could have played Marks, you know, Markstrom easily. Um, I think he's going to go back to Vladar. I think, you know, in the next couple of weeks, Vladar is going to get the ball and, and told to go run with it. Right. I, I, yeah. I, I just wish I felt a little bit better about Markstrom, but I, st I still feel like yeah. no, I get watching it. him in that crease, he's just, his confidence seems to be so shaken for whatever reason. Yeah. And that one, the Stutzla goal in overtime in, against the Senators, when he it beat him short side, it's not, it's 
fine. It's a fine shot, but it's probably not, should not be going in on an NHL goalie. And he just kind right. of stood up and skated off. It just, right. man, oh man. Right. You well, need somebody I mean, to I be think... a black, to put the black hat and be, be the guy that teams are like, fuck, we got to face that guy tonight. Yeah. Yeah, no one's fearing no, Flames no. goaltending right now. No, exactly. And, and I would, I would suggest to you that, um, uh, that, we've all had that thing in our head and he's there's, I'm not uh, again, not defending him at all. I just think that you work through it, but I think clearly he's got something in, in his, in his game, in his mind. I know a lot of people go back to the Edmonton series and, and all of that sort of thing. We talked about the shutouts. He's clearly not the same guy. Um, you know, is it, is it, is it coaching? I doubt it. Jason LaBarbera is his goalie coach and was his goalie coach last year. And, and, you know, they, they worked fine. He was a Vesna candidate last year. Um, but I, I do believe there's something in there and they, and they got to get it out, whatever it is. And, but we've all been there. We've all had that little, you, you know what it's like, Dean, like, uh, I, Oh, I, I'll give you a per, prime example. Um, you know, part of the reason I'm not on sports net anymore is Logan Couture's fault because um, I was calling him Logan Couture and mm-hmm. I got a phone call from sports net one day. Well, you're saying Logan Couture wrong. And I said, what do you mean? It's Logan Couture. And I said, yeah, Logan Couture. No, no, Logan Couture. No, Logan Couture. And it was a 15 minute conversation. We all agreed. I was saying it wrong. I, I can't say it right. Can't it's in my head. I, 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 I see the Jersey and I start chewing the words and I cannot say the name right. And that's, that happened to me. And, and it was a thing I, you know, it wasn't, I, it didn't cost me, but it was a real issue for me because we had this long drawn out conversation. I could not hear it. I couldn't hear it. I thought I was saying it right. And I could never say it right. And it became a problem. And I chewed on his name and I chewed on his name and I chewed on his name. We've all got examples of that. We're human beings. And I think Markstrom right now, it's that early shot. Don't let it in. Don't let it in. Don't ah, damn it. It went in. Yeah. Now what are we going to do? Right. And he has to answer the question about it. The, the one thing I like about this group, and I know we've been crapping all over them, they should, for the most part, they're accountable. Like nobody hides. You know, they've all, all these guys have come out and worn it, you know, yeah. and, and all of that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, um, they're a conundrum wrapped in a riddle. Like, yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah. It, it goes back to the, what you said right out of this, right off the start. It just it there just feels like there's something just not not jiving quite right. And it, it worked last night, but it's still it's I don't know. You can't yeah, they haven't won they haven't won back to back. Against, right? Who did it work against? Let's I know. I but they were right? what nine game point streak and they've been playing pretty good at home. I, I sure. get that for sure. It's it's a month now without back to back wins. That's not how you get back into a playoff run. No, but no, all, you, you remember know. when they started this? It was them and Edmonton, right? Just mm. both kind of falling off the face of the earth. And oh, 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 there's Edmonton again doing Edmonton things. Well, you know they've straightened it out. God help everybody if they find a way to get Carlson. Um, you know, there's no stopping them. And and I still think, honest, I I see this. There's been really some very nice things said about me all week, and I appreciate that. I'm about to say something that's going to change all of that. I see this team getting deep in the playoffs if they played as they are, who they are. They are not. The Oilers. No. What you're saying? I'm talking about the Flames. They They are underachieving at such a level that it's impossible to see success, right? It's impossible to see success. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying something right now that nobody's buying. And, and it's just my stock. is They're selling me for Newman Dean's real estate group now. Yeah. But understand, nobody watches this team ever and goes, oh, well, you know, good on them. They, they sure, you know, they sure punched above their weight class tonight. It's why didn't they make that save? Why didn't they do this and everything like that? Our expectation for this team, you said it right at the beginning of the year, Right should be the Pacific division champions. Goaltending won't be a problem. And you're, and the last year I did TV first, Bob Hartley, that was hard to do. God love him. Chris Butler's a nice guy. Lance Bowman, terrific human being. 
but they that was oh my god you tried you know i lost my job because that team sucked right i thought it was couture well that didn't help either who was it logan what's his how did logan couture yeah no i know Hmm. yeah and and no no but my my point being is this team is 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 it should be leading this division Jonathan Huberto had the same number of points as Johnny Gaudreau last year. I know. Nazem Kadri had a. There's, the, the, we're not asking for things that are impossible. We aren't. But if not. if the goaltending is a little bit better, if the power play is a little bit better, because remember last year Daryl talked about it. We, our goals, we said, oh, we want to be top ten in goals for, goals against, power play, penalty kill, that whole thing. Well, the power play has been twenty fifth, twenty fourth, languishing in that for the better part of the year. Um, and we know we've, we've talked about the goaltending. If you can get the power play to click a little bit more and you, are you, I I'm with you. The only, the only reason is we've been saying this and that's what Pinder has been saying yep. after 10, 20, 30, yep. 40 games, continuing to hang on. And, and you, cause you definition can see of insanity, right? They it's played a definition game of 50, insanity. This was game 59. Yeah. Where it it feels like if it happens, it yeah. that's awesome, but I don't know. And if some how, how and long does nuts, it... we'd all have a great yeah. Christmas. But if they if they if they hold that three one lead and they win this hockey game three one tonight, oh my feeling God. a lot better. They they turned the corner. They got their goalie. Oh, this Pelche kid, Michael Backlund may get fifty yet. Don't worry, and there's still games. I've seen this movie so many times. You need to get in. This team needs to get in the playoffs. A, it needs the revenue. It's the reality of the situation. B, um, it's the coach. That's what he's here for. You know, I wouldn't give up my first round pick, but I'd probably give up some other assets to add to this team. And I'm I'm hammering away and I'm hammering away and I'm hammering away. Okay. Now, doesn't get in, I'm unemployed. Right? I get that part. I understand that. But this is not, you know there's no scenario in, in which I see everybody going, eh. all right, let's see if we can get Connor Bedard. You know, that, that ain't happening. We'll wrap up buy it or sell it there for Derek sure. Newman of Newman Dean's real estate group, CIR Realty. If you're buying or selling, let Derek do the work for you. Give him an email, dnewman at cirrealty.ca or call 403-619-6611. Very nice guy. Very good yeah. guy. Awesome. He's in, it's a very good shape. I'm just not a fan. Is he? Yeah, and he's tall, like tall and lean. And is you he know. young? The clothes look good on him. He's one of those guys. It's like, oh, that's how clothes are supposed to fit and look. Does he wear sweatshirts a lot, like you and no. I? No, collared shirts, nice collared pressed shirts? collared shirts. Yeah, he's a yeah. professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he's an all right guy. All now right. you mentioned you mentioned get it in or well to get into the playoffs. <laughs> okay, I didn't know there was Pucks, another segment called get it in because I try yeah. all the time. When, because if if the Flames get in, this could be a first round opponent. Did you see anything out of Vegas, or do you see Vegas as an insurmountable no. force no. in a seven gamer today? No, but I know Kelly McCrimmon, and I know I mean um, credit Ryan Leslie and Sportsnet. I think they played a clip of um, of uh, Bill Foley off the top, their owner. You know, I'm not Joe Namath, but I, you know, we're going to win a Stanley Cup by year six and all of that. Um, I don't think they're, this isn't the, oh, I, I want to stay in this position so I can play them because I can roll them in four games. No, no, no. But they're not, their goaltending isn't good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like Laurent Brassois, by the way, former Flame draft pick. Um, you know, he's a little, little Curtis McElhaney for me in the sense that he's, you know, bounced around. He's been a, a really admirable, you know, backup, but I, you know, I don't think he carries them. Um, may, are they He's getting no Danny Thompson Taylor? <laughs> yeah, no, Danny yeah. Taylor. No, he's not Danny. Will you please well, bring up Danny Taylor tomorrow, Ryan? Um, I'm always cautious about what I bring up to him because okay. then he, you know, it's I just never know where he's going to go with it. Um, no, no, and and but, but do they scare you? I'm respectful of them. I'm absolutely respectful of them. But they don't have Connor I, McDavid, and they don't have Leon Dreisaitl. They have Jack Eichel, and they have you know Petrangelo, and and things like that. Uh, and they're good, but 
if it's a, not a bumbling, fumbling Flames team, if it's a team with confidence playing inspired hockey with a goaltender on a roll, with a Peltier now with 30 more games under his belt or whatever it is, you know, and with Huberto feeling his, you know, his position and Tanev healthy, I'd go seven games with them. But boy, again, ifs and buts, candies and nuts, right? Like, yeah, there's there's something still about them, and it started in year one, and it's always kind of been there for me. You watch this game through two periods, and you're wondering, leading the division. Where is it? How is it kind of all coming together? Because you're right, Logan Thompson, who you wouldn't have guessed would be a number one. He's out. You lose Mark Stone, your captain. That's a huge loss for them. Yep. But as a team, again, we talked about, are they a team? As a team, they've come together and have absorbed those losses and find themselves leading the division. I don't know if they win so it, the, but... The, the, this is the phone call that I think is made to Kelly McCrimmon tonight by Bill Foley. Hey, Kel, did you see what Washington did tonight? Yeah, they traded Orlov and, and Garnet Hathaway to Boston. Go get Ovechkin. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 hey, Brian, it's, it's Kel. Uh, you're not moving number eight, are you? My, my owner wants to know. But they're yeah. going to do something. They're going to get somebody. You know, they, you, you know, if you remember in 2004, Brian Burke's Canucks, you know, they bought everybody at the trade deadline. They got like six guys at the trade deadline and loaded up. And then Calgary beat them in seven in overtime. You know, that's what it feels like is the, you know, there's a lot of ownership issues in this league that just don't get talked about. That's one of them, right? Like he's putting pressure. So they're going to bring some guys in. Are they going to look a week from now? What are they going to look like? Who are they going to be? Yeah, I don't know. But they don't hear me right now. You mentioned Garnet Hathaway. I feel like that guy was born to be a Bruin. One of the one of the guys that when you think of all the flames or players that that the guy that got that slipped through your fingers and you wished you could have kept and at the time, so you can't pay that guy north of a million one two one point two or whatever it was That's, to be your fourth liner. So like, oh, he's maybe not a fourth liner, and he's probably the world, the world has too many accountants, mm. way too many accountants. Wait, and I like, there's some good accountants. I like accountants. I have nothing against them as a people, but there's way too many of them. And the problem with this organization is it almost seems like they get seller's remorse six months later. You know, they flip Berchi to Vancouver, and then four months later, the GM's going, we have no skill on the wing. Well, you had skill on the wing. Young skill. You traded it. You know, you get rid of Garnet Hathaway. Man, we need some grit on the fourth line. We gotta gotta find somebody who can go out there and bang bodies. You had it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like Garnet Hathaway. I, you know, I think it's a great story. I think the Flames. You know, kudos to them for finding him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you. Born to be a Bruin, he will. He's going to be in there. so good there. And, and, and I think Orlov is going to fit in there too. I think yeah. you know again so much subterfuge out there right now oh, or the Bruins in on Shen are they you know can they do this are they looking at you know Preco or whoever and all of a sudden were you were you talking about Orlov I know in fairness to Mr. Pinder he did bring up uh Garnet Hathaway's name he was talking about him well I think he was saying because he was going to be an unrestricted free agent right you know in right. the offseason sort of a thing right. but here's the thing with right. Pinder he says everyone's name at least once or twice a day everyone That's on the planet you it just That's how he, you do it. That's the just constant system, right? It's a constant E five E five. He reads the phone book. I swear, it's just a oh, constant stream of names. Oh, this guy, this guy. I told, and then then two and or he three goes days to poor Princey afterwards. He goes, make sure you edit all those names in there so we have them, so I can pull it real quick when he gets traded. See, okay. I see, see, I told you. What, see, what I you told you. Oh, I was talking yeah. about him the other day. Well, you talked yeah. about every. Well, it's like it's, weather, it's like being a weatherman in San Diego. Eh, it's going to be nice today. If it's yeah, not, be all right, right. If it's not, so it they may be improve. a busy trade deadline, but it may yeah. not be either. It may not be. Yeah, the flames, the flames may go big game hunting, and then again, they may not. May just stand pat. Yeah, they may just stand pat. They had a lead in Vegas for more than two minutes. Yep. They got a point in Vegas. Baby yep. steps. Baby steps, I guess. Not good enough. Not good no. enough. Not good enough. Um, you need to hold this team needs to be held to a higher standard. It doesn't need to be ridiculed and mocked. It needs to be held to a higher standard. And um, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting back into the, the swing of things here. But um, 
you know, I, uh, we can make the jokes. We can do all of this sort of thing. Uh, we can talk about Daryl. We can talk about everything. They are not a smart team right now. They are not an inspired team right now. And they're thinking too much. And they're just hurting themselves by thinking. And you got to go out and enjoy. You got to be an artist. And you know what? If I, I once had a guy, you know, mentor said, as bad as it is, don't ever do this job and then just leave everybody. Well, it's terrible. It's never going to get better. You got to give hope. You want some hope tonight? Give you some hope. Jacob Pelche. Jacob Pelche gives me hope. Our next uh, episode of this thing, I'm just what? looking. This is over? Do... It's not over. Well, right? We can still go. We, go, we right? can. It's 57 minutes. So we've flirting huh? with a record here, Rob. Uh, it'll be, you know, it'll be after. When I did this, this would yeah, be the, when we take our first commercial break. Yeah. Colorado Saturday, they come home. They have Boston on Tuesday. Garnet Hathaway and the Bruins at the Dome on Tuesday. Then the you know Leafs... who I'm interested to see is Pasternak. Dude is going to get paid. Man, is he? He's one of those. I just feel like if you were in Boston, you'd appreciate how how much you'd appreciate him because we do from afar. I just, he's wearing goofy, goofy stuff. I just feel like you'd love to have him on your team. He's going to score 60 friggin' goals. He scores big goals. He fits in like a dirty shirt with that group. Yeah. And look where he was drafted, right? Late first round or whatever you want to call it. Late to middle first round. Yeah. Love that player. Love that player. Already turned down what? Eight times eight or 10 times eight or whatever the hell it was. He's got some balls. I don't mind that. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the new new age player, right? And and totally, I think yeah. that, it's kind of what we're talking about here. Is I'm not sure that really you want to you want to embarrass me in front of the rest of the team. That's what you're going to do. Is that how you you think you're going to inspire me by you know coming in here and mocking me in the second intermission? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think these kids put up with that crap. So it'll be Tuesday night after the Boston game. Our next edition of why not Saturday? What do we do? What's what's the problem on Saturday? Strategy, Rob. It's all strategy. Is it? Yeah, it's a big game, and they're six and zero when we don't do this show. So, well, you're welcome. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Have you have you have you notified the Flames? Like, do they know this? We'll try and keep it under wraps. They don't need to know. Doesn't uh, that's not good for anybody? And I believe shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah. Right. Five and eleven in extra time after yep. this. Uh, four and yep. eight in overtime. One and three in the shootout. You know what? Go back to the whole thing. Just a little bit here and a little bit there. If keep everything the same. But that's what keeps if, them moving forward. That's that's what you're selling to this team. You're not selling to this team your crap. You're selling this team you just had bad luck. They don't believe it, but that's what you're selling. No. Right. How's uh, how's it feel? When's um, the last time you did one of these? Uh, would have been 2011. 2011, I would have done post. I haven't done, yeah. you know, real real posts like this. I haven't done since 2011. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's different. I mean, everybody's so kind, but you know, it's also nice in the sense that you to do. You know, you're either gonna you either want to watch this and you want to be part of this, or you don't. And I think with, with the radio, people always kind of felt like, well, they're forcing this or, or, you know, this guy, I like this guy, but I don't like here people make a a decision. So I feel like you're with like-minded individuals already, but I got to tell you, I love, I've loved it. I've loved every second of it. Um, The freedom is. It's just awesome. And we have, and we haven't even got you in a spot yet where to, to succeed. It's just been, because we're still we're still just trying to figure out where to sit. Like, which chair are you going to sit in? Like, we haven't even we haven't even got things going. But for yeah. people that are listening to Afterburner, obviously you see Rob this week. He started his brand new uh, his brand new show with Flames Nation, Just a Game, which is a throwback yeah. to many many years gone by. Yeah. And we were figuring out today. Well, he's going to have a guest in studio for an hour. So where yeah. where are we sitting? Hour. Where are we putting the cameras? Perry's yeah. co-hosting tomorrow. Hockey legend Perry Berzin. There it is, Perry Berzin. You know he broke uh, uh, Jim Nils' jaw, right? I heard that. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. one of the things I've never been able to do this. I think we're going to be able to play the greatest goal in Flames history and have him walk us through it tomorrow. We've always talked about it, but we've never ever been able to kind of show no. it and walk through it. Scored the no. biggest goal in Calgary Flames history. 
have you now because on on your screen are you seeing the comments have you got the comment thing uh on on your screen connected no no uh this one just came up love the show love kerr you would be honored to know Mm -hmm. that there have been many many people chiming in where's brass bonanza I, um, I feel like I feel like whenever you do this, we need to get the brass bonanza on I, after I, a victory. I yeah, I, I love that. One. I don't know. Is that a rights issue here? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's in the public. Beg for forgiveness, anymore. Rob. Beg for well, forgiveness. Well, yeah, be, absolutely. I mean, yes. Oh, you know, the good folks in yeah. Hartford are going to come. Oh, is that me. really? You can't uh, can't do yeah. that. Oh, sorry. Well, it's Internet. you know, it's scientifically proven that it's the greatest hockey song ever. It, it'll change whatever the issue is. It will change your outcome and your outlook on life by playing right. brass. That's science. And you don't argue with science. You I know. do want to acknowledge this. You know, Dean, you've been really kind to me. And, and uh, we talked about just a game. That was the name of my show uh, 21, 20, almost 22 years ago. And I abandoned it when I moved to Calgary in 23 or in 03. And, and Jason Greger turned it into something pretty amazing up there. Um, and it was kind of your idea to go back to it and, and all of that. And I was really honored um, that a couple of guys that were, and you talked about driving with uh, Mooner and listening and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You remember we had an eclectic group of callers, but they all, it was all family. And uh, in Edmonton, we had one guy who's Chris, the flames fan, and he would call in and he'd get abused and all of that. Cause it was Edmonton and stuff like that. He yeah. has listened religiously ever since. And was first guy to listen to the show on Harold, the Habs fan from Edmonton. And, and these are guys that, you know, 20 years ago, plus started spending their time with me and, and are still listening. So I'm deeply honored and it's really, really cool. And thank you. And, um, and it was really fun to kind of get back here and, and just kind of do this. Uh, I, I don't feel very prepared. I just kind of was rattling crap out of my mouth here off, but here we are. Yeah. Just the game, like subscribe, download the podcast. Yep. Obviously with Afterburner, you subscribe, you can get it automatically downloaded. It's on your phone. You Bluetooth that thing to your car. It's there mm -hmm. for you on the commute to work or however uh, you choose to take it in. So good to do this with you, man. I, I don't Thanks, know the brother. last time this that we fun. did yeah. this, but yeah, 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 the, yeah. as they said, the return yeah. of Kerboom. If anyone yeah. was, I'm not sure how many people were clamoring for it, but there it Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Was. Well, my mom apparently was. There you go, eh? I thought it was only after a loss or after a win. I'll take it. That's Afterburner, everybody. Flames lose. See you next week. Night-night. See you, everybody. <laughs>